It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 1st, 2018, a day we have been waiting for for a very, very long time and then a day we will probably regret by the end of the night. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode, we're going to talk all about the day we wait for, the day we dread, the first preseason game of the season, the Orlando Magic taking on the Philadelphia 76ers uh, on Monday night. We'll talk all about that game, what to expect, what what the team is trying to get out of this game, and, and how you should watch this game. Because guess what? You can watch this game on NBA TV, so you'll be able to check out the new Look Orlando Magic and see what is what. From there, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Magic's offseason acquisitions. I've been listening through some tape and talking to some of the players, and there's definitely a theme that came up with with who the Magic went after, and so I'll comment briefly on that as now we get to see them finally out on the floor in action. But before we get into any of that, I want to remind you that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. There are a ton of great detailed podcasts, just like this one, covering every team in the NBA, every team in the NFL, a growing number of MLB teams, and a growing number of college teams as well. Just like I go into extreme detail with the Magic, it is your team every day at every single one of these podcasts. So you want to get the the skinny on the Philadelphia 76ers, check out Locked On 76ers. You want the broader perspective, you check out Locked On NBA. Want some NFL news? You've got Locked On NFL, Locked On Fantasy Football, uh, two Locked On Fantasy Football podcasts, uh, actually Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 and Locked On Fantasy Football Experts. There's Locked On Fantasy Basketball. There is a podcast just for you and your team across several sports. So check it out, the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for on iTunes and download today. So the Orlando Magic traveled up to Philadelphia uh, on Sunday, getting ready for their first preseason game. It, 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 you know, I was at practice Sunday, and 
there was a little bit of a first day of school vibe. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of guys that are excited to go play someone else. It is a game. It has all the trappings of a game. You wear the uniform. You go out for warm-ups. You do all those things that you do for a game. But the general message that the Magic gave out entering this game, this first preseason game, is that this really isn't anything special. In fact, what's probably really special about it is that A, it's against someone else, but B, we get to see this team for the first time. We get to see them publicly play and figure out what we have. This game isn't really a checkpoint, though. This game is a little bit of a data point. You know, maybe, you know, we, we can make some observations, but this is not a game to draw conclusions. In fact, the way Coach Clifford, Steve Clifford, sees it, this game is an extension of practice. Tomorrow night, I just, I want us to, put, you know, to uh, do the things that we've been working on here for, for these, uh, these practices, you know, um, we want to, we've been best when we've been playing with pace, when the ball's been moving. Um, and, uh, you know, when we've had a good defensive mentality, I'm sure like most teams in this league. So, um, you know, to me, that's the biggest thing is that we're super organized. Um, we have good purpose of playing. We have good intensity. Ignoring all the generic coach speak, because there's a lot of coach speak in there. There's, there's a lot of uh, things in there that I think every coach would say. But generally, it, the message that seems to be coming across is that the way that the Magic need to play in this first preseason game is the same way they've been playing in practice. Just play hard, try to be in the right spots, and we'll learn from there. It's, it, I don't think anyone's expecting anything to be perfect. Um, Clifford said that, in all likelihood, uh, that... Uh, that they're going to play all, that it's very possible to play all 15 guys. No one's going to play more than, say, 25 minutes, if that. Um, you know, he's not going to really worry so much about lineups and combinations. So don't take who's starting as some type of gospel. Don't take the rotations as gospel. This is just kind of a throw them out there and see if they can swim type of day. In fact, it's that term organization that is most key for the magic. That term being organized uh, and and understanding the concepts and principles that the Magic have been implementing over the past week. That seemed to be the biggest point that the Magic wanted to make sure that they hammered down, or, or at least they said they wanted to hammer down in this preseason game. Uh, like Coach said, he, he doesn't care if we win or lose, just being organized and playing hard, playing the right way. Uh, that's all we're looking to do, uh, no matter the outcome. Uh, these games don't count, but it counts for us just uh, learning each other and, and just playing hard. So again, more kind of squishy, vague coach speak uh, in, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, a lot of lot of uh, uh, statements there about how the team wants to play, you know, playing hard all the time, not worrying about the score because right now the score doesn't matter. Right now, wins aren't super important. If the game is close, the Magic starters will not be out there. The Sixers starters will not be out there at this point of the preseason. Philadelphia's already played a preseason game. They've got some injuries to worry about with Wilson Chandler and Jared Bayless likely to miss Monday's game as well. Um, again, this is really about getting out there and just, again, reinforcing what's already been implemented. Steve Clifford's been big on scrimmaging. So 
perhaps, perhaps, perhaps the Magic don't have that much offense put in. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps the Magic's defense is still kind of a shell. And, and the idea behind that is to master the very basics and slowly grow with that over, the, over time. It's only been a week. Um, so certainly they have stuff in. I've, I've seen enough of their practices to, to, to recognize familiar plays. Um, and I'm sure their defensive principles are really set well and, and, and their ideas and rules are, are set in place as well. This is a game to begin testing where, we're, where they're at, begin testing how much have they retained, how much more work do they have to go, and how much more can they put into them, how much more can they develop a, a, and give them to continue that growth. Um, this isn't a final statement at all. If, if the Magic come out and don't look fantastic, that is concerning, but but not a huge point of concern. If the Magic look great, that probably means a little bit less, or maybe it doesn't. I mean, it, 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 it probably means less at this point because there's still so much work to do. Um, this isn't a final product. This is even, even a first draft. I mean, this is almost a first draft, a, a bad first draft at that because there's still a lot more work to go. There's still a lot more to do and, and plenty of time not that much time, but plenty of time to get it in with the practices that the Magic will have Tuesday. They'll have their open practice at the Amway Center on Tuesday, um, so maybe that's not the best time to implement stuff, but they'll have Wednesday, Thursday, a game on Friday. Um, they'll have plenty of opportunities to continue to grow and build and, and make uh, everything work. It's not the time to draw conclusions. That's the big takeaway from Monday is you know, there'll be some observations to make, there'll be some concerns to raise, there'll be some positives to take away. But regardless of the player, a bad performance does not bury anyone. A good performance does not let leave everyone to everyone to rise. Um, it's just an opportunity to go out there and play, knock off some rust, implement the system, uh, and continue to grow. That's that's really, I think, the big key coming from Monday's game. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, you know, uh, it shouldn't be about preseason playoffs or, or regular season it should be about how you play you know we should be like you know we always talk about the Spurs how they play the same way down 20 up 20 you know overtime whatever you know we should have a, one way to play basketball and, and we should uh, do it every single day and if that's the philosophy then Monday is the first step in that then Monday is an opportunity to begin laying that groundwork to again take what you've learned in training camp apply it to a game, show that you've retained that knowledge, that you can execute that knowledge, and then get back to work again the next day and do the same thing Friday against Flamengo and on through the preseason and into the regular season. Again, the result isn't important. How well or how poorly someone plays largely isn't important. If a trend develops, that becomes important. But this is a first game. This is a first opportunity. This is a just chance to get out there and play. And so... We'll be watching, of course, with great interest. We'll have, we'll have recap. We'll break it down. But we won't draw conclusions quite yet. We'll just see how the team looks, where the team is at, and understand how much more work is left to do. Of course, Friday is the first home game for the Orlando Magic. If you happen to live in Philadelphia, you should probably listen up here too because, you know... It, uh, on Friday night, I like to go out. I like to go out to Magic games specifically, and and you know if I didn't have my media credential to get me into those games because that media credential is is pretty pretty nice, I have to say. But um, if I didn't, I would need a way to get into the Magic game, and and 
And I know that there is really there are so many places to go to to get tickets that there's only one best place. And that best place is Vivid Seats. Whether it's seeing your favorite band in person or, or being in the crowd to cheer on the magic, Vivid Seats allows you to attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. There are so many options. I was actually looking at the Vivid Seats uh, as I was preparing Magic Wands on OrlandoMagicDaily.com for the Philadelphia 76ers game, and there were literally, you could literally find tickets in almost every section for some fantastic prices. It's preseason, I know, and it's the Magic, I know, but definitely, definitely, definitely a great place to find value. And to make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers. You can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. That's Vivid, V-I-V-I-D, so you can see clearly. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. And remember, the Orlando Magic opened their preseason schedule Friday night at 7 o'clock against Flamengo, a team from Brazil, that game is one of two preseason, preseason games that will not be on TV. So if you want to watch this game, you have to be at the Amway Center and see it live. I can almost with fairly certain guarantee of victory that day. Um, remember when Flamengo came the last time, um, the, the, Magic, the Magic made quick work of them. And, and I, I imagine they'll do the same this time, but you never know. It, it, yeah, I don't want to sell them short. I don't want to disrespect the opponent, but... The magic, the magic should win that game. Moving on now, uh, you know, there, there's going to be a lot to look forward to and watch in, in Monday's preseason game, like I said. And and again, it's just kind of gathering information. And I think the coaches are taking it that way too. It's not a time to make inclusions. It's not a time to set the depth chart. It's, it's just a time to just kind of see where you're at and, and get, a, get a glimpse of things. But... Um, you know, one of the things that that you heard throughout through the clips that I played is this desire that the expectation is to play hard. You may not be playing great, but play hard. Um, you know, a, a phrase that's starting to pop up is is not to play the score. You just play full energy and effort all the time, and, and that's that's part of the identity and and, and um, uh, uh, part of what the Magic want to build. So Orlando is is certainly certainly making the right steps um, in doing that and and, and, and project and saying that that's really their goal here. But overall, this is something that the magic ha- have been kind of focused on throughout the offseason. You know, th- this offseason was not a busy one for the Orlando magic as as, as we kind of noted throughout the summer that Orlando, didn't have the money to really make any big moves. And, and, and really, you know, if there is disappointment, it's that the Magic returned virtually the same roster as last year. And, and that's a fair disappointment to have after the way last season ended. But 
there were some key changes and there were some guys that the Magic added that at least should intrigue a little bit. They may not make the major big impact that, say, tips this team over the playoffs, but they were a type of player that the Magic certainly needed and that certainly deserved the attention that the Magic could give them. Jeff Weltman, I thought, had an interesting phrase during media day last week. He said, you know, it's not always about who. It's also about when. When you get a player in in their career, where they're at, the their contract situation to some extent. So you get a, you want to bring in high quality people, but you know there's always the you know there's always the worry of okay how does this player fit into this team at this point? Take DJ Augustin for example, his first year in Orlando he was not good. He he really struggled that year. Last year he was fantastic, one of the better players on the team, whether you want to admit that or not. Um, one of the more consistent players on the team, offensively at least, and a, and a huge weapon for the team overall. But when it comes to to when as well, it's about finding guys that you know don't fit where they were before and and might fit and might get an opportunity in Orlando. The Magic, with their salary cap situation and their roster situation, honestly, we're really in a position to take some gambles on players that a lot of people or a lot of teams probably have already given up on. They were in a position to take a little bit of a risk and give a roster spot to a guy that's kind of struggled to find his fit in the league, especially because most of them are on expiring contracts already, so the risk was was minimal. The decision to acquire Jerry and Grant and Jarrell Martin aren't the kind of moves that make headlines outside of sites like mine and, and podcasts like this, where we care about the minutia. They are bench players. They're both former first-round picks who have struggled to find themselves in this league. Jerry Grant was traded on draft night, for crying out loud, to the New York Knicks, struggled his first year in New York, went to Chicago, struggled in Chicago. Then last year, finally got some opportunity and performed admirably. I wouldn't say performed well or good or you know confidently that you can name him a backup point guard or someone who can threaten for the starting job but he performed well enough he performed fine but he still seemed to have a bit of talent that was left to unlock within him while I think Grant has good size and fits the profile the Magic want he hasn't delivered at the NBA level at least consistently He's shown flashes that he can, um, especially last year when he finally got really consistent playing time. And so Orlando was in a position to give him an opportunity where, yes, Jerry Grant's going to compete for minutes as both as a backup point guard for sure, and if he's really good, if he's better than we all expect, possibly as a starter too. The same goes for Jarrell Martin, a guy who struggled to, to break free or break through on a crowded Memphis frontcourt, playing behind Zach Randolph and Marcus Saul, among plenty of other players. He was a good athlete, but still developing his basketball skills, as, as I've, I'm sure I've mentioned before. So, he was struggling to break through again in Memphis until last year when he finally got consistent playing time, when he started a few games even. Averaging about seven points per game, he was interesting, 
but certainly in need of a little bit of work and certainly someone who you would want to see more from. And so, these two players specifically are now in the last year of their rookie contracts. These two players specifically haven't been able to break through with their previous rosters for various reasons. Some certainly having to do with their inconsistencies and some having to do with the way those rosters are set up. And so the Magic targeted them just because they're talented and they haven't gotten the opportunity that maybe their talent deserves. And with their last year of their contract And in now in the last year of their contracts, they have everything to lose and everything to gain playing for the Magic. They wanted guys who know just how much they have to work to stay in this league. They wanted guys who know that this is their golden opportunity. They wanted guys who they know are going to have to work hard just to prove themselves all over again. It's probably one of the reasons why Isaiah Briscoe became so interesting to them. This is a guy who literally had to go to the ends of the earth. Estonia is not some place that I bet you can find on a map. Or I mean, It's on a map. It's there, trust me. But, you know, we're, we're ignorant Americans. We don't know, the, we don't know our countries in, in Europe very well, especially Eastern Europe. These are all guys that know just how precarious the NBA world can be and and are having to fight for their NBA lives. And the Magic obviously see talent in them. They wouldn't take them if they didn't have the talent. But they also know that they have a lot of motivation to play well for them this year. And maybe that will help them get the most out of them. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to get from these players, to be perfectly honest. I think Jerry and Grant is an interesting guard. Needs to improve as a ball handler and, and a passer and improve his three-point shot to, I think, really make it in this league. He's interesting. He, yeah, he shows flashes of what he was at Notre Dame, but hasn't really developed it in the NBA. I think Martin's skill set is a bit limited. Uh, I think he's best as a power forward or a center, and he's a bit undersized as a center. Um, but doesn't have a lot of skills outside of just kind of being a big body and a good defensive player. He's not particularly agile. Doesn't have an array of dribble moves. He's kind of a straight line drive guy. And his jumper is inconsistent. Can be good, but it's inconsistent. It's definitely a big question mark with both of these players specifically. But the gamble the Magic have made is that they will have every motivation and every bit of purpose to prove themselves and make this team better. And that's exactly what the Magic wanted to target. And honestly, with where the Magic are at in their development curve, probably what they should have targeted. And if it doesn't work out, you can let them walk in free agency this summer. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the Locked on NBA podcast. They have all the best news news around the league nationally, um, talking to the experts on Monday specifically, talking to special guests throughout the week. Uh, they have a great lineup of hosts every single weekday. Check out Locked on NBA um, it's a great, great podcast. We'll be doing our season preview series pretty soon. I think it starts next week. All 30 Locked On NBA hosts will be on the show to preview their team. So you will hear about the teams from the local experts like myself uh, and get a better understanding of the status of each team around the league. You'll get the fantasy perspective from, from Josh Lloyd as well. And of course, plenty more analysis uh, to come about those teams. Definitely check that out and subscribe on iTunes to Locked On NBA. And if you haven't done so already, I definitely highly suggest Locked On Fantasy Basketball for the fantasy perspective. But that's going to do it for me. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. The Orlando Magic Daily Mailbag remains open. I'm hoping to get a mailbag out to you before the season starts. Send me your questions online at Daily or by email at omagicdaily at gmail.com. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including what the next step is for Aaron Gordon, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossenreich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.